Welcome to this episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Marianne Pack, spiritual medium, author, publisher, and joy advocate, guiding you into all things life transformational. And in this series, I'm interviewing published authors who are spreading more love and joy in the world with their stories, with their books, and and with their work. So in this um, episode, I have a guest, Suzanne McCall, who is with me. Welcome, Suzanne. I appreciate you for being here. Thank you, Marianne. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, yes, yes. I am so glad to have you because you have also published a recent book. And uh, we're going to find out why Suzanne decided to write this book, what was the purpose, and how it impacted her life as she put this baby book out into the world to provide more love and joy and worthiness. So there's a little teaser there. <laughs> so Suzanne, let's just jump right in. And who is Suzanne and what good do you bring into the world? So I am a psychotherapist and I work with women of all different walks of life who you know are having are struggling in their lives and help them to feel better using uh, EMDR therapy, which is the kind of therapy I use. And um, that's kind of my mission, which, you know, it changes a little bit over the last, as, as we go, how I'm doing it, but that's kind of who I am. You know, I, I believe in personal growth. Yes, yes, yes. Can you explain a little bit about EMDR? Did I say that right? Did I yes. have the right? No, you're right. A lot of people will say, EDMR, you know, it's not yeah, easy, right. but it stands for, which is also not easy, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy. So EMDR <laughs> is much easier. Yeah, exactly. it's, kind of, it's a kind of brain-based therapy, tapping into neural pathways. It's based on the um, understanding of how trauma gets stored in our body mm -hmm. and how emotions get stored in our body and memories. And that creates kind of who we think we are. And um, tapping into that, and when when we're not feeling happy, if you tap into you know your past experiences and process them, that's what we do with EMDR. It mm -hmm. helps to release it, and because uh, talking sometimes isn't the best pathway to right. get into those deeper emotions. I know you must know that as an energy. Mm -hmm medium specialist. So <laughs> there's different, there's different ways of, of helping people. And that's what EMDR is. It's kind of therapy. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that you have all these different tools. It's not just, it's not just uh, trying to talk your way through it, but there's actual physical, practical tools that people can, that people can tap into. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So you've written a book and I want to hear all about it. Let's, you know, tell me a little bit about the book that you just wrote. Okay. So it's called Reclaiming Self-Worth, The Five-Step Method to Feeling, oh, to Releasing Limiting Beliefs and Feeling Worthy. And basically what it is, it's sort of like an ABC of how to uh, take that journey of, letting go of things that are not making you feel good mm. and allowing that feeling of self-worth to just naturally come back into your, your sense of self. Um, so it talks about, it's from an 
kind of an EMDR perspective, I call it. It's about like how we learn to have thoughts and beliefs about ourselves, um, how to be able to figure that out and that to know education, to know that that can change, that we can change our beliefs and we can heal from things that have happened and create new, more empowered beliefs. And it gives people strategies to do that, like cognitive ones, like we're saying, like thinking strategies, but also um, sort of more brain-based strategies that tap into uh, like, like who your highest best self is and creating new neural pathways so that you can really start to feel and think better about yourself in a more natural way without having to work so hard at it. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. What it is. yeah. I love that. I love that, that again, you've got these tools that are practical things because sometimes we think of, you know, self-worth or, um, you know, our self-development, it's kind of like out there ethers, you know, how do you bring that into real life? So I love that you're offering in within this uh, Reclaiming Self-Worth book that, that they're offering people practical things, practical tools um, so that they can open up to a greater self, a greater person of who they really are, who they're meant to be and, mm-hmm. and their their purpose and their love for life. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Um, I usually say that our mess is our message. So, you know, this is what we tend then to write about or talk about or teach mm-hmm. or coach. Yeah. So, you know, what kind of was the mess that you worked through so that you could present this to the world in a very open and sincere and even sometimes vulnerable way? Yeah, it is. It is a vulnerable thing because you are so much putting yourself out there. Um, Mm. You know, it's really I think that we almost all have like maybe one core issue we have to work on in life. And we're just, Mm. you know, continuing to peel the onion. So for me, it's really been self-worth. You know, I I was Mm. raised in a very large family, seven kids um, and, you know, individual attention was really hard to come by. Um, you know, we, we had a, like, my father was a, was a drinker and, you know, there's like family secrets and you take on that feeling of not being worthy. Like there's something wrong with me. Um, and there's like all different little things that I realized, um, I interpreted, you know, that way that I wasn't as good as other people. Uh, I really had to try to like, help everybody in the family and be good, be quiet. So I really didn't have my voice. I really didn't learn my voice. And so throughout my life, I would have experiences where I realized I didn't feel good enough, whether mm-hmm. it was jobs where I didn't, where I was, had a really hard time speaking up, uh, feeling like I was worthy and deserving to like have my input or uh, relationships. Uh, being very quiet and not really thinking that what I needed was important. Um, so I really had to do all my own work on that. And then uh, when I was a therapist and that was great. And then I thought of doing more and all my self-worth issues came up. And I remember when Davia, Dr. Shep, Dr. Davia and said, do you want to be part of our 
uh, anthology and I wrote a chapter, total self-worth issues came up. <laughs> and so writing this book has been a pro writing itself has been a process of owning my self-worth and struggling with it. I love that you bring up about, you know, I usually refer to it as, um, you know, indoctrination. We, yeah. you know, we're just little ones coming up and, you know, parents and siblings and society and culture, maybe religion, you know, just pile on so much that we start taking that on as truth. Mm -hmm. And it's not true to who we are. It right. doesn't resonate with our souls and we end up muting ourselves. And it, this, this so coincides with the, the, my recent book, Unmuted Voices, because so many stories in there of the women that are in that book talk about finding themselves in an unsafe space. So they had to mute themselves. And it's not always just our voice. It's not always just that we can't speak up for ourselves. Because sometimes some of these stories, you know, were that they could speak up for others, but not for themselves. Um, yeah. And it's just how we express life. You know, we get so muted and so squashed down and all our bubbly, joyful little selves, knowing who we really are, gets squashed and quelled. So I love that you bring that out, that that um, we do find, <clears throat> excuse me, we do find ourselves muted at different times in life. Somewhere along the way, we're going to find ourselves muted, like you said, either in relationships or in, um, in our work, you know, wherever it happens to be, there's going to be moments where we find ourselves muted. And so um, I love that you, you know, talk about this even in your book, because it is a lot to do with our self-worth. Yeah. If we don't know who we are, that we are worthy, joy-filled beings, we're going to, we're going to pull back from life. Uh -huh. We're going to squash the life that, that we really, really are. Yeah. So timing is everything, I think. And so why was it important for you? This is not that long ago that you uh, published this book. It was in the last, what, several months? It's September. Yeah. So, right. So, you know, why was it important? Why did it, you feel like it was calling you now, now? Yeah. It's interesting because I think it has to do with those muted voice kind of idea. Mm. I wanted to write a book my whole life, mm -hmm. uh, but I never really knew what I would write about. And so when the, when the pandemic happened, and I started getting involved in these networking groups and trying to clarify who I was, who I am, you know, what is my brand? What is my message? I started to be, started to fit, had to think about it a lot. And I was very confused. I wasn't sure what, who I was in terms of that. And so it became important to me to get clear about that for my mm -hmm. self-worth. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I was trying to market myself more in a different way as um, somebody who was a speaker, but I wasn't clear about who I was. So I had to get clear. And I think that was the timing why it happened 
um, the clarity of what my message was, I had to start kind of writing stuff out and exploring it. And it became really clear that to put this all in writing would be very helpful. It'd be helpful for me in terms of marketing mm -hmm. who I am, which was a big part of it. And um, it, it just became important at that time. And I think it was my self-worth journey. Yes. I had already proven that I was good at what I did. And now I was moving to the next thing. And it was just time. It was time for that to get clear about mm -hmm. my self-worth and what my message was. Mm -hmm. So you kind of just felt that urgency like. Yeah, it felt urgent. It felt like an urgency. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those are those callings that we have. You know, it's it's um, the inspiration to do this particular thing at this time. You know, just as you said, you know, we pivot and we change through our businesses and, and what we do, maybe how we do it, you know, but that underlying calling of of who we're meant to be in the world is always there. So, um, yeah, we do. It's definitely it's definitely a calling, I think. Yeah. To produce a book, to go through all of that, to actually finally come out and, and get it published. So what are some of the gifts that, um, you know, this writing process has provided for you um, in bringing in bringing your message to the world? You know, how has it impacted you? Uh, well, first of all, it's it was a self-worth journey in writing it. Mm -hmm. So it helped me to feel more worthy to understand what my voice was and to, and I had to put it out. Like, um, I mean, when people were editing my book, that was scary. Oh. <laughs> when it, um, and then when, um, when it was going to be published, that was scary. You know, mm -hmm. it's like this idea that people are going to really see what mm -hmm. I'm putting out there. So it was a journey of getting more and more confident and letting go of the fears, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was really helpful. And um, it helped me to have like something that I could like share with people, you know, it got really clear about my ideas of how to feel better and how to be help, how to heal. And I could talk about it. It gave me the opportunity to go places and do talks and uh, mm -hmm. I'm doing a, a self-worth talks show. It's like a, an avenue for me to reach more people and mm -hmm. to be seen as somebody who has something to say, you know, has something to share with the world. So yeah. it's kind of really helping me to help other people more in a bigger way. Mm -hmm. And also um, to just to grow. I mean, that's kind of yeah. what it's all about, but um, yeah, I think that's kind of like, so far, because it's only September. It's not right. that long. Oh, yeah. Six months. <laughs> yeah, it will continue to evolve. That's for sure. When I did that anthology, mm -hmm. it was the first time I wrote anything about myself. Oh. And that was the first time I thought, wow. I mean, everyday people have something to say yes. about self-worth. And that was really life-changing. Yes. And a message that I, that I want other people to know also. 
Yes, absolutely. You were talking about, you know, it's being, it's, it's kind of a scary thing to actually put it out there into the world because people are going to read what you actually wrote. Yes. <laughs> and I remember um, Elizabeth Hill, Greenheart Publishing, who published your book. Yeah. Um, she is my mentor and taught me what she knows about publishing so that I could begin my own uh, Envision Greatness Press. And she, she warned me because she helped me walk through that first book publication. And she said, <laughs> you know, many times our authors get a little sick <laughs> right about the time that they go, that they hit publish, that they yeah. get ready to go publish. And I will say I've published six books so far over this last year. Um, five of them are mine. And then one was for another uh, client, but those books were, almost each time there was a little bit of not feeling good in my physical body because my nervous system, it was just so much mm -hmm. to, to go through. Yeah. Um, that my nervous system just kind of was screaming. We we're not sure if we can handle this. Yeah. Yet. This is a lot to go through. So I, mm -hmm. I get that. It's, it's, um, that's that's always something that we have to understand. There's that possibility that when it's time to hit publish, um, it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was hard for me, and and it still is. I was telling people last night. I tell people, and, and a lot of people echoed this. Like I wrote I wrote a book, and this is what it is. And and mm -hmm. I'm always on one level want to say, but don't read it. <laughs> It's not good, you know, like it's that fear, it's that putting yourself out and people, mm. I just think it's, it's part of being human. Yes. Yes. Can you tell us just a little bit more about the book and what it has in it or? So it's, so there's five steps, right? And it's mm -hmm. called the build method, right? Cause B the first, like it's, the, this is the process that I think I went through. My clients go through is believing that you can feel better that it's possible. You, you know, there's got to be something because change is not easy. Mm -mm. There's got to be something that motivates you to take that plunge in whatever way you're going to do it, you know? Um, and sometimes it's, you have your own memory of an experience where you felt amazing. Yeah. And so, you know, it's possible. Like that was mm -hmm. kind of my thing, but sometimes it's other people tell you it's possible and you just feel so bad. You have to believe it. So believe, understand is the you, like you got to understand who, how do we develop our sense of who we are? How do we develop our beliefs about ourselves? Like you said, we come into this world like a clean slate and then all this stuff, you know, either it's indoctrination or it can be comforting too mm -hmm. about, you know, that we learn who we are and, um, and then identifying the chapter about helping people identify what are their beliefs? What are the beliefs that are holding them back? Mm -hmm. And I teach them how to do a float, like how to look at what their thoughts are now and kind of floating back in their life to where that came from. And then um, the learning how to release it, how to let it go, how to have strategies mm -hmm. to kind of move on and, and shift it. And whether that's uh, those imaginal visualization type 
exercises I teach or thinking about it in a different way. Um, and there's a little bit about emotional intelligence, you know, because we have to be ready to just feel our feelings. And that's part of the process. And then there's the learning. Oh, I just talked about that. And then the doing, because if we don't practice yes. all of this, you know, we have to kind of monitor. Oh, there I go again. Yeah. Thinking about like that. Okay. I'm going to shift. I got to let it go. Let's go this way. So there's got it. That has to happen a lot until you build all those new, new neural pathways, the new identity mm-hmm. it just kind of naturally happens after you keep working on it. And um, then you feel better. I mean, it's kind of like a, and you might need to do it again, but that's kind of what the book is about. And it's got a lot of my quotes from my clients, which really are just so mm-hmm. good to me. Yeah. Um, you know, people who have learned and grown and let go of stuff. Yeah, I, I kind of like how you, you said that even about sometimes we have to hold on to what other people what other people see in us where we don't see it yet. Mm -hmm. And so we almost have to borrow their belief for a while Mm -hmm. until we can actually start believing in ourselves and work through it. And, and, you know, the letting go, the, the build, I love, I love acronyms. Those are some of my favorites. (laughs) Uh, uh, It just helps me remember the system better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So how are you using this book now? to spread more love and joy. I mean, are there, is it giving you opportunities, you know, to speak more to, to, you talked about it being, you know, helping in your business that, um, yet we shy away sometimes. Oh, but don't read it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but we do want people to read. We do. We do. Read it, you know, so, um, so how, how are, how is this, kind of helping in your business? How are you using it now? I'm, I'm, t- I'm trying to use every opportunity to be able to go and talk about it to people, to help mm-hmm. them do book talks, to help them understand, you know, how they can feel better, like that it's right. possible. So I'm doing book talks. I'm, um, I'm using this as something like when I talk about imposter syndrome with people a lot, mm-hmm. which really is just, you know, self-doubt, mm-hmm. lots of self-doubt. So, and that is very much connected to how that, how that comes about is how, what I write is part of what I write about. So I use that as a way for people to take the first step just to kind of educate themselves a little bit about it. Cause that's sometimes knowing that you could think differently and getting that education makes a big difference. Um, So, you know, that's what I do. And I'm, I'm um, just really trying to really do more speaking Yes. Uh, to, to help people understand what right. I talk about in this book. Um, yeah. And also and to tell people that writing a, writing is really amazing. Yes, absolutely. Really yeah, that process. Can, can, you, can you touch on that just a little bit? Because the writing process is always a very healing, typically it's a very healing um, event. Yeah. It's like you start to write and it's not always easy. So you have to get support yeah. to make yourself do it. And then if things seem kind of like messy, 
and then you get mm-hmm. feedback and then you get clearer and you get more feedback and you get more clear about it. And it really helps you to get more clear about who you are mm-hmm. and how what's happened in your life and who, where you have, where you're going. I think it gets, mm-hmm. helps you get in touch with your best self. You know, it's like your best self that you're uncovering when you write. Um, It just brings you a lot of joy to feel like to do it. There's just something about that process. I know Liz Hill talks about that, too. It's like the process Mm -hmm. of putting things on paper into words. I said to somebody, it kind of elevates your your life, who you are when you put it in writing like that. So. I don't know. I can't say enough about the process of writing and, and it makes me want to do more. I've been doing some articles and publishing those and I just want to keep writing. It just, it's a good feeling. So you actually started your first endeavor into becoming an author was in an anthology for ladies power lunch, correct? Yes, it was. Which book was that? Uh, Success in any season. Mm. It was during the pandemic. It was probably 20, 20, late 2020, in October, maybe that it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it was probably for the Ladies Power Lunch, the Fall Summit. Yeah. Yes. And so, in mentioning Ladies Power Lunch, this is a group that Suzanne and I belong to. It's a free Facebook group. So, you can search Ladies Power Lunch on Facebook and you'll find it. And you're mm-hmm. invited to join um, because we have one rule. And that is that we intentionally support each other. So the the group that is there, the nucleus is just amazing women. And, you know, if you followed my podcast at all, most of the people on my podcast have been Ladies Power Lunch members. And our leader is uh, Dr. Divya Shepard. So I want to shout out to her. Because um, I would not have met Suzanne had it not been for Ladies Power Lunch. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so we've known each other for a couple, two, three years, maybe. I don't remember. But um, such a joy. And um, I just uh, I want to offer a way for everybody to get your book. And this is your website, Suzanne McCall, LLC.com. And so where can they find your book on your website? Uh, there's a there's a tab on the top that says books, <laughs> so our book I think it says, um, and so there's a whole section just about the book and um, a, a link to buy it. It's on Amazon, so very good. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit more since we have a few minutes uh, about your your YouTube channel. You have a a self worth YouTube channel or something? It's it's called this. Uh, uh, it's Suzanne McCall LPC. It might be said, it might be EMDR expert, it might be whatever, but it's all about the self-worth talks at this point. Mm. And so what I do is I interview people from all over the country about uh, from the perspective of self-worth, you know, what do they, what do they see when they're working with, how do they get to where they are? Mm-hmm. What do they see when it comes to working with people? What are the, you know, obstacles in, in terms of like what holds people back? you know, um, and, um, and what kinds of advice do they give people? It's so much fun for me to, to talk about, um, you know, these, these ideas, these topics, uh, it's like 
every topic you can think of, you know, recovering from divorce or branding yourself, which is so much more than I would have really originally thought it was. And um, uh, what, what else have we talked about? Uh, communication in the workplace, uh, substance use over the holidays. I mean, like just little, whatever topics there, every, all of these topics are so relevant to self-worth. Right. Yeah. I love that you have different voices because, you know, somebody is going to, they may not resonate with this story or this interview, but this one over here, they do. Yeah. Because that's just like the Unmuted Voices book. Everybody's story is so different, but yet they all end up in hope and joy that if they did it, so can you. Yeah. You know, if they found their voice, so can you. And in your case, you know, all these people found their self-worth. They understood it. And so can you. Yeah. And they, so, made, they did something good in the world. Oh, yes. As yes. a result. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a natural outflow. I think once we realize who we really are, just living our lives can create that ripple effect out into the world because the energy shifts. Mm -hmm. You know, we're presenting and, and prepaving our life differently than when we were, you know, self-doubt. So yeah. it's a different, totally different energy. And um, I think we naturally start coming around to that, that, we want to be of service. We want to help. We want to be helpers, yeah. you know, teachers, healers, uh -huh. whatever form that takes. It may yeah. not be that you may not go into that field of profession, but just simply even living your life changes lives. Yeah. That example. Absolutely. Yeah. It's how you live your life, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to thank you, Suzanne. I so appreciate you. This again is her website. It will be in the show notes for your convenience, the link. And um, her book is Reclaiming Self-Worth. And uh, look for her book on the website. And, um, and, and I also want to invite you, if you have a, a nudge that there's a book being called through you because that's how it is. It's being called through us and you want to, um, you know, put that work out into the world, your words, because they are bringing more love and joy, more peace, more clarity into the world. Be sure and get a hold of me through envisiongreatness.com, my website. Um, there's a link in there that you can follow to explore publishing. You know, maybe you're not ready to write a full-blown book and you want to be part of an anthology, which are individual chapters or the stories of the people. That's what Suzanne was talking about. You know, she wrote a chapter first. She didn't go into the full-blown book first. She tapped her toe in the water by writing a chapter. And so there was that, you know, taste for becoming an author. And um, this is important. Our words, our unmuting our voices, what, how, whatever, you know, finding your self-worth, whatever is your mess that became your message. And there's that book being called or a chapter being called, or maybe you need ghostwriting. I do that too, where we interview, where I interview you and I start writing your book for you or your chapter. So, you know, so there's help. There's all kinds of ways 
to become a published author. Um, maybe you have an idea for a book and you have another author you want to write with. So you want a co-author. There's all these different kinds of options of becoming an author, becoming published, and sharing your gifts with the world. So be sure and visit our website, envisiongreatness.com. And again, Suzanne, I want to put up your website here. Do you have any parting words of wisdom you would like to leave our audience with? I just think like, don't, don't hesitate, just jump in and get the mm -hmm. help you need because you just will grow so much. And that's where you feel joy. And there's yeah. always somebody that can help you. Absolutely. We all need that support. We're not lone rangers out here. Uh -huh. You know, when I wanted to publish my first book, you know, I turned to Elizabeth so that she could help me. And she walked me through that and uh, encouraged me to start my own, uh, you know, printing impress so that it could be my series, uh -huh. you know, um, maybe, maybe people have an idea for a series and they, they just want to start the, and just start, just start, just start. get a hold of me um, again at Envision Greatness Press and let's explore publishing because my mission is to write the world happy one word at a time. I love that. So I thank you, Suzanne. I so appreciate you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And remember, you are joy looking for a way to express. We'll talk to you next time.